Welcome back to At The Wood. I'm your host, Seth Van Haver, with my guests, Dustin Harper and Kelly Arnfinson. Um, I'm talking like this because when I, when I do all this editing, I hate doing the editing because I have to listen to my voice over and over again. And I just have that slovenly, where all every word runs together, you know? Slovenly? Yeah. But anyway, so when I, I, I did, I went 20 years ago, I went to school for broadcasting for a year. My head went there when you were doing that intro. I was like, he learned this in school. Yeah, so I, I that's the only thing I learned. <laughs> Wasted about 5,000 bucks and uh, I learned how to do that. But I made some good friends and had some good times. And now you but, got this voice. And the words but now, it, slovenly. yeah. I learned the word slovenly. Oh, Check you it. don't even know what it means? It just you're means using like it? sloppy and like you're not articulating, you know. Yeah, all of us. All of us. Sure. Um, yeah. The Red Deer accent, right? <laughs> so, like Slovakian. <laughs> so, yeah, I know. I was like, where, where, where? Yeah. Yeah. So i like, I need to start enunciating better and getting my radio voice back. Yeah. I also noticed that like, I sound drunk half the time. I only had two <laughs> beers every single time. Two. <laughs> <laughs> Get it. <you. laughs> Okay, anyway, um, I don't know what we're doing here. This is. So Kelly rolled back into town and said, Let's do a podcast. And I said, About what? And he said, I don't know, a couple things. Let's do this and that. So you had some good ideas there about. I liked your idea about inspiration for cocktails. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because I'm always, I always love talking about that, uh, you know, creation of cocktails and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we had a couple of ideas maybe we might segue into. Till I hijacked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was perfect timing because Kelly said, uh, anyone else going to come tonight? Perfect. And then you, like, the same time you texted. Weird. When are we podcasting next? Like, be here yeah, at 11. Was, I want to win <laughs> yeah, that again. It was, it was yeah, perfect, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What do you, shoot. Shoot. What do we do? Shoot. Shoot. <laughs> shoot that Dodgers. Do we want to talk about cocktails, or do you want to okay. go into... Here's what I want to talk about. Okay. Inspiration-wise. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a, a long tail on this kite, but... Um, so, do you remember the, the cocktail, the Lonesome Dove, that I made? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, that one started... Um, I like to find an obscure ingredient and make a good drink out of it. You know? Like... Something that's on the back bar because I don't have an extensive back bar. Like uh, chopped. Is that the one with the box? Mass secret yeah. ingredients? Yeah. Like you take a random one? Okay. I've never seen it. Oh, that's a good show. Um, but this time I wanted to use Yukon Jack because no one ever uses Yukon Jack except for Double Jack. That's right. But, so, I, it's a quality liqueur. It's delicious. It's kind of like a Drambuie except for Canadian whiskey instead of scotch, you know, mm -hmm. Irish mist or whatever. Um, so it was really good. And then I, you know, I paired it with, I ended up doing it with cognac and Chambord and I, um, was coming up with a name and I think found the, um, the fallen dove, the kind, the, 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 yeah, the, the, um, common denominator between all the ingredients was Yukon Jack. And then I was kind of thinking, okay, something Yukon, gold rushy. And then with Chambord and Cognac, it was kind of 
French. And I thought, you know, someone oh, French okay. in the in the Yukon, probably a um, a lady of the night, a, uh, a, a a prostitute, if you will. And so I was Man, looking around. I do. <laughs> and I was looking around, and the name Lonesome Dove is uh, was the the old prospector term for a uh, prostitute. Same with the fallen dove. And I didn't want to do Lonesome Dove because of the show, or the book, yeah. and then, so I went with Fallen Dove, but I'm like, no, it's got to be Lonesome Dove. Do you go into that story when you serve that the first time to people? No, if people ask, yeah. why, why did you call it that? I, I do. I condense it a little bit. I was going to say, yeah. that would be like, whoa, well, five-minute service each. <laughs> yeah. And I used to do the typical thing, I'll name it after songs, but then it mm. kind of gets a little, you can't really find a common ground on that. But then Kelly gave me the book, Lonesome Dove. And he said, mm-hmm. this is the best book I've ever read. I've read it twice. Of all time. Really? Favorite book of all time. Yeah. So he brought me this brand new one. It's like 900 pages. I'm like, this is really nice of you, but I'm never going to read this. It's 900 <laughs> pages long. <laughs> and, and so, yeah. Still then have it. So then I was on uh, Instagram the other day. It was maybe a couple weeks ago. And Corb Lund was talking about, he was his like, book recommendation, and he was talking about Lonesome Dove. Like, oh, nice. Yeah. Right. And he's like, this is the best book ever. You know, everyone quotes up and down. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to crack it open. So I, I so you listen to Corb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. But yeah, I, 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 no, I, it just I, reminded I, me. It reminded <laughs> me. And then I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And so I started reading. I'm on like chapter 23 or something like that. I say, yeah, it's, a long book. it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> it is so good. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I can see yeah, how you read it twice. Yeah, I read, I read it. I flies by. Flies by. And I think Cormac also wrote. No, that's Larry McMurtry. Oh, McMurtry, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mick. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he wrote, like, yeah, like, prequels, sequels. I read, like, every single one. I got, like, I read, like, 30,000 pages in, like, such a small amount of time. And then went, like, I did Lonesome Dove, and I ordered off, like, Amazon, all these, And like, it goes obscure... by quick, quickly? Yeah. Oh, man. I'll lend it to you. Okay. It's amazing. Um, but it reminded me of uh, Cormac McCarthy's Blood Meridian, which is an amazing book. Yeah, but um, it it really it's it's such a well written book, and I can see why like it's such a hit. Um, but it really makes me think like when I because I, I like to write, and it makes me just like oh oh that's how you write oh okay <laughs> I'll just go oh, back and shit. yeah huh, okay well crumple up the paper from the last five years and it's like. Yeah, throwing a garbage. That's yeah. kind of how I feel when I watch you boys bartend. It's like, oh, that's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the floor. <laughs> Stop. You, you know your way around. But anyway, so that's what I, I, I was, uh, the inspiration came around full circle there with Sweet. The Lonesome Dove. Such a good book. Anyway. And such an amazing, like, that's a, such a, it was such a good cocktail, too. And then, like, the story just fills it out right now. It's going to be something you don't forget. Yeah, I could have just know. called it the Lorena. I don't know if I ever yeah. knew that yeah. story, or I would have pushed that a little bit harder, probably. Uh, well, every, yeah. everyone's got one, probably, right? Every mm. drink does. <clears throat> if it's, you know, if there's the right amount of time and whatnot mm. put into it. I know most of the cocktails that I come up with are not nearly as heavy as that, but some of them are. What's your favorite one you've come up with that you like telling people about? Ooh, interesting. I think the ones that I did for the... The tr- music trivia night at Bose because I had like my own little menu right. for those drinks, but just the amount of inspiration you could get that's right after like Gord Downey had passed. So coming up with like that for that drink, 
my favorite song is Bob Cajun from, I was just listening to it in right. the car actually. Anyway, he's just got a line in it and it says like that night in Toronto and it's one of my favorite like just lyrics in the song. And then so I just did like the Toronto cocktail for like another cocktail competition I did or whatever. And so I just did like a riff and just like had a lot of meaning and just nice. like right after he passed and then got to do, you know, the David Bowie drink where I just got to, I just, I just, I just what was like, that for the Santa one? It was the music the trivia, thing? something fundraiser for Vantage or something, but, uh, Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. So I got to do, I chose all music like, and they were just like, yeah, just come bartend. You don't have to like make any of your own drinks. And I was like, hell no. Like, all <laughs> out. I got the lightning done on my face, like spent oh, yeah. like hours doing it. Like, uh-huh. that was really good. Startup. Bought all my, yeah. Bought all my women's clothing from the blue village and like, it out. I just wearing like women's pants and like women's, I remember when I came into that anyway. Get on, sorry, yeah, anyway. let's go back to the cocktails for a second. Uh, but yeah, so, so I did that Night in Toronto, Big Gore Downey tribute, just my favorite song. He had just passed. And then it was just super easy. I was just like, well, I'll just take a few other icons. It was a music trivia night, so they were doing like mm-hmm. 200 questions, and it was like pretty serious. So yeah, I did the David Bowie, that was the Life on Mars, which was I thought was just super rad, where I did like the cotton candy. I drew the, mm. I took pink sugar and the blue sugar and drew lightning bolts on all the glasses. Yeah, you sugar. went like, donkey hard yeah i went donkey hard on that whole thing. <laughs> you really did <laughs> and those well there were and they were three of like like that was like a really good david bowie drink like i feel like i should have got like a photographer to take pictures of those cocktails did one perfect one of them each and it would have been like amazing and then i did like the prince logo or sorry i did the prince purple rain drink right. uh and like mm-hmm. we all had like great ingredients and whatnot they were all like very drinkable cocktails but yeah you weren't you weren't even working at bose yet were you no i wasn't like you got yeah yeah and then I did, yeah, just, like, figuring out how I could, like, atomize, like, a blueberry mist syrup and all that stuff. And I made, like, a decal, and I sprayed the Prince logo on, yeah. like, the egg white foam of every drink. And I don't know. Those drinks, I feel like, just did really – it was just, like, a fun, over-the-top kind of event. And then I just got to, like – the inspiration, it was just, like, endless because it didn't have to be – it could be whatever I wanted. It didn't have to be it's fun. fancy It's or fun whatever. seeing people really get – yeah, so you just, something like you get like five inches of cotton candy out of your drink and there's a lightning bolt drawn out, drawn, like, you know, draw, like in sugar drawn on the side of your glass. Like, you're going to be like, wow. Like, yeah. Even though it's like, it's not something you could ever serve or you'd ever want, I'd probably get anywhere. Uh, yeah, but... if that ever went on a menu somewhere oh, no. I worked, I just, no. <laughs> well, even, yeah. a, even a, I don't know if a guest would necessarily even want to order that, you know, but if yeah, they at, would. Would they? Oh, but it's if, so annoyingly so. But yeah, the one night like, of the year oh. that you, because they all dressed up, right? They all dressed up from like the 60s, the 70s, like whatever their inspirations were yeah. for that music trivia, baloney. So it's a lot of fun. Like you dressed up and you got this cocktail that was clearly just like over the top. And so like I feel like those three drinks were just like probably the most fun I've ever had like bartending and making. And then that was the night when I didn't teach any of your staff at Bose how to make any of them. <laughs> because I was like, oh, like how many cocktails are we going to possibly sell? <laughs> He thought he was just going to be in that middle well, yeah. well, banging out a few. Yeah, like, you know, banging all out one or two wells, a table. That's all anybody ordered. Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed. Like, it <laughs> was, it both, was both wells were just calling drinks to me, and they were, like, pouring two beers. And they were just like, give me, give me four of these, nightmare. give me five of those. My, I shook so many cocktails, my hands were completely bruised on the inside. Yeah. And then you wanted to come them. work there after. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah, and then... Because I think it was like three or four dollars went for, like from every cocktail oh, went yeah. to charity. So no, probably, you raised that. Yeah, it would have been a, money. just for sure doing what I did. It was, it was amazing, but 
crazy amount of work. I remember you at one point you were just sitting down, I think, like, enjoying the music trivia and just laughing at me, like just shaking like ten cocktails at a time. I wasn't working. Oh, you were it working. It was oh, me, okay. Liz. There was. Oh, uh, you heard a team. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had a team in that one. I got the night off, and I was sitting like literally right the wells there. I was watching him the whole time. Just yeah. poor bugger, but it laughing was, yeah, like for insane. sure. Yeah. That's why charity's just not worth it. <laughs> You've been sitting on that? <laughs> no, did you realize that? Then put your arms up and then wait. No, I cannot. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Boom. No, but those drinks, um, for me, like I've made, I don't, I don't know, a, a bunch of drinks in my life, but the ones that you really, you know, you really think about the backstory and the reason why you put every single ingredient in mm-hmm. works. Those are just my favorite ones because, you know, you can just, okay, well, we need two more drinks to round out the menu. Okay, like you can concoct something that's really good and going to sell, but it's just not going to be near and dear to your heart, you know? Like there's, I think I've only ever put the three drinks on the menu, like, of mine Hmm. that I could think of. The basil lemonade one, the good morning, Mr. Lennon, and... Gonzo's breakfast. Well, that basil lemonade is one of the hottest sellers of, yeah, of all time. Yeah, but it was zero thought went into it. Well, yeah, a little well, bit. Yeah. Like, Eric and them all came in. They were throwing out ingredients. Same thing. And they said basil. And then I went back, grabbed basil, and I was half snapped behind them. <laughs> and I came up with that. It was literally first try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Sometimes just, they're that easy, yeah. 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 That And then we did it at the expo, and that was... I didn't. I didn't. I, I like making that drink when it's like one. Mm. Yeah. But anything else, I get uh, flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Those expos are rough, but they're fun. Yeah, they are. It's just the pre-batching is just. They're, oh. And like, the when you do the math, so the old. math says you need eighteen <laughs> liters of syrup, and you're like. I don't know. Do you think? Is it really going to... No, well, that's what the math says. Okay. And then you get back and you're like, at the end of the night, you have 16 liters of s'mores syrup left over. What the hell are we going to do? Yeah. Need s'more cocktails with it, in it? Uh, yikes. Yeah, that was wrong. I didn't even want to say it. No, it's okay. I like it. I like that you did that. I think, uh, like, one of the cocktails I made here while I was working, you probably remember it, the Bourbon Dream. <clears throat> oh, because you had it in your in your dream. Literally, just went to bed, like woke up, probably drunk, whatever, and came right to work. And I was like, oh, I had a dream, and I just like remembered, like ingredient by ingredient, this drink I made in my dream. And my friend Jordan <laughs> like, was take here. Take a break, or... <laughs> you know, like... yeah, I guess right. And my friend Jordan was sitting right here, and I was like, Jordan, can I make you this drink in your dream I... or in real life? In real life, oh, okay. I was like, I just had a dream. Like, to make this drink. And he's like, will you drink it? Like, I, you got to pay for it. And he's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you got to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> like I, <laughs> but he was, yeah, he's all over it. I was like, hey, Was awesome. it good? Yeah, it was a freaking hit. Was it was a banger. Uh, it's muddled blueberries. It's going to be a tough one to remember. Uh, two dashes Angostura. Uh, half ounce lemon. Uh, and it was also Woodford bourbon. What was the... That's all shaken. Ginger beer. Ginger beer, right. And there's something else. There was a there was a liqueur? No, there was no liqueur. Was it just simple syrup? No, there was something else in there. Okay. Was there not? 
can't give it all away. Maybe not. Maybe it wasn't even. Maybe it was that simple too. And it was just like, it was just Urban a banger. Dream. That's, Urban dream. That's where I yeah. And then we, we spent all that night. He ordered, so he was in, he sells cars or he did sell cars. And uh, he was sitting with all the salesmen from wherever he worked. And then they all started ordering it. And they're like, what's the name of this thing? And then he, at the end of the night, he was like, it's the Bourbon Dream. And I was like, there it is. Yeah. So the yeah. next like couple of weeks, you're getting texts from every bartender. What the fuck is a Bourbon yeah. Dream? Like <laughs> These car salesmen are going everywhere telling people about this Bourbon Dream that it's like the best drink of all time. And That's uh, awesome. I got texts from, yeah, from multiple bartenders or whatever. They were just like, how do I make this? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. That one, so that was like a, already like a special moment, but it's kind of more special now. So like Jordan's past now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, it's one of those drinks that whenever I think of Jordan, I'm always like, ah, oh, yeah, fucking yeah. bourbon dream. And mm-hmm. that's what, I'll never forget that drink now. Or yeah. It was probably just one I came up with out of whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. All but, from a dream. But it, it's yeah. all from a dream. And now it's kind of like it's bigger than that now with this, the full story. And yeah. So now That's I'll never cool, forget because it's kind of like a memory that I have with him. So I think it it, uh, it pissed me off at first because you know how people come in and they're like, "Hey, do you know how to make a blah blah blah?" And like, where's that? Where'd you get that? Oh, I had my friend made it up or something. Like, no, obviously I don't. So he's like, "Yeah, I'll uh, bourbon dream." I don't know what what that what's a bourbon dream. It's like, ah, uh, Kelly Kelly made it. I'm like, okay, well, Kelly's not here. So. <laughs> And I think he was so persistent that I'm like, fuck, okay, I'll text Kelly. And then yeah. you're like, it's a bit of this, a bit of that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't, this. I don't yeah. even think that's the full recipe either. And then I remember Chris messaged me too when he was working here. And he's like, what's this bourbon fucking nightmare that you guys are asking for? <laughs> <laughs> and, was, and that was funny too. That's great. Yeah. And then he was, so he coined that name. He, he called it the bourbon nightmare. <laughs> anything that Chris had to put any kind of elbow grease into. Well, which one was Chris? Oh yeah, he was, yeah. <laughs> the bourbon nightmare. He was he was good. He but he he made one drink. He created the blue balls. Blue balls, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and it was like was another one. He just tried to sell it. He sold it every time. <laughs> yeah. People were like, oh, it's like a busy Friday night. Uh, what should I? What's on special? It's like blue balls. Well, you know this is on special, but you know what you really like is blue balls. It's it's this that and that. Yeah. And they're like, okay, sure. And even guys are like. I'll have a I'll have a pint of blonde. He's like, no, you know what you should have is a is a blue balls. And it and then, worked. Yeah, most oh, of the yeah. time they always had it's one, at really. least one. But people liked it. He's a he was a good salesman too. He was that was salesman. another drink that like people asked all the time. Yeah. And then I remember he taught me how to make it, or some drunk woman did one night. And then all I had was I didn't have the right recipe, and I made it with like raspberries at one. And then I was just like. This is the Raz Balls. <laughs> like, it probably wasn't even the same drink, and I just like slid it over. Like, there you go. Remember when we all had to do the cocktail for that? When I brought all the guest bartenders in, yeah, yeah, yeah and everyone sure. did all these elaborate cocktails. I did a muddled like Caesar from scratch, like from tomatoes. That's right. And then Nitty gets up there and he goes, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nitty Bomb, Chartreuse." Into chartreuse. Yeah, <laughs> this was chart- a double shot of chartreuse. And with a, a shot. And a yeah, drop shot yeah. of chartreuse into chartreuse. And he's a genius. Mini bomb. He sold that one for like, like two, six. No, it was like 200 bucks. Three something. He had the was, highest because we auctioned these drinks off. Right. And everyone went all out except for Nick. And he got the highest. <laughs> yeah, somebody dumb, paid. Big time the highest bid. <laughs> for a two ounce chartreuse, 300 and some bucks. Was, yeah. That first time you put that on, that, that you was raised fun, a ton man. of money, right? Yeah. Like, we did uh, like oh ridiculous amount of toys, and then I want to say it was like seventeen hundred or something. Like that. 
I think it might have been because we each maybe did two I don't cocktails. even remember. And I remember one a, one a Gooding sold for like four hundred and fifty bucks or something. Oh, so it wasn't even the Nitty Bomb. No, it wasn't even the Nitty Bomb. I thought it was the Nitty Bomb. I think my mom bought mine for like two hundred and forty bucks or something. Mm-hmm. The first one, like it, and we did two rounds, and they all That's sold, right, two. Like the lowest cocktail. Maybe went it was for like closer a, to three grand. I think. I think it was closer to like three thousand dollars. Yeah. it was insane. Because there was a few that went over like four hundred, and I don't think, I think anything. I that one. I think that was there. You were. I guarantee I would have invited you for sure. You probably. Would I, would, I wasn't. I didn't make a drink, but I was. I was there. Oh yeah. yeah. The first one was pretense. Really... Wouldn't get back there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, because I don't. I don't want. I don't want to make a drink and then have it go for twenty bucks and get my ego bruised. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very very fragile. That's fair. Ego. That's fair. This is why you're like fuck charity. I'm a white man. I've got a very fragile ego. The pride of red deer, or what is it? The pride of red deer, yeah. yeah that's, come on. Well, that's what they call me. Uh. <laughs> 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 Help uh, Speaking of inspiration, only Nick Husick could ever come up with such a <laughs> twisted, demented drink that I'm about to tell you about now. But oh. this is probably back in the early like 2000s as oh. well, but like when oh. Supermans were a thing. And this is oh, just, this is pure genius and it's going. clever, but it it's is, also, but it's like, it's so whoa. wrong and like, it's going to offend a few people, but it's called the Christopher Reeves <laughs> oh, no. and it's a Superman shot dropped into a paralyzer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and like, as, and as clever as that is, it is also equally as it's like, like cruel genius. Awful. Cruel well, genius. Well, yeah. But I'll probably never forget that drink because it, it just like it's a bunch of dark humor in me that I'm like, That's oh like, wow. You think that like the Lindsay Lohan is clever. Like yeah, yeah. what was that? A redheaded slut oh. dropped into something? Like or, uh, or it's a redheaded cocaine slut. or something? Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. Yeah, but right. the Christopher Reeves, I remember and that sold. That's like insane. people would come up and order it all the time, and I would like. Ugh. That's, <laughs> but, but really, it's disgusting those two things together. Oh, it's gonna be oh, oh, yeah. oh Hurdle City, well, Superman for oh. sure. Hypnotic and Alize yeah. up into citrus, milk and citrus coke. like cognac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh man. But they sold. Yeah. 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 Insane. And it was too soon. It's <laughs> still too soon. It kind I've of never, is. I've never made one. I'll think it's funny. I'll never make them. So I'll take that stance. Yeah, well, too offensive. I won't make it. At least you made. It. You took a stance. That's good. But I'll laugh at it. <laughs> you know, getting back to Lonesome Dove. <laughs> you know when you read a so, read a, when you read a book. Yeah, hookers. <laughs> when you get when you read a lot of books. I remember I was reading The Pillars of the Earth, which is another super super long book. Mm-hmm. And then I went into like the the sequel, and then you know you just. Your inner monologue is like British. <laughs> well, this now and now I'm just. I do that when I talk to people and they have an accent. I just all of a sudden start doing it back all the time. <laughs> Pam, every conversation I had with Pam Z was like Bumba Club. Like I would do it all. Like yeah, Sophie Fortin. I do a French one. Yeah, like, oh. and a bad one. I butcher them, but. It's it's a thing. It's fun. So now my just every all the time I'm just talking like a like a frontiersman. <laughs> I'm fixing to go to work now. <laughs> Pour me up thing. some pints. Oh man, like Newt or Gus or whatever. Yeah, Gus. Yeah, the loud guy. Oh fuck, good book. Yeah, that's a good one. Anyway. You know when you get the accent through reading the book that it's yeah it's got you yeah you know. 
That's cool. I want to read this. You should read that book. Um, that's one of the books I buy it for people all the time, so you can just be on the list. I'll get it for you for Christmas. Cool. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so you can be on the list. I bought it for probably like 10 people now, and I don't know how many have read it. Probably not many. But it's one of those things where it's That like, used to be Celestine Prophecies for me. Oh, really? Say, yeah. yeah, if I found it in a bookstore, I would get it, and then I would give it away. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's a phenomenal mm-hmm. book. Yeah. I bought, yeah, so I bought Elon's and Dove, and I, I remember I bought it for Jeremy. And it's just like still in his room on his bedside counter, like not even put away or anything. Like it's like just still like, not even cracked. Yeah, like it would make it. a noise yeah, opening it for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I think I told him I was like, you just you keep that book on your bedside table. Like ten years from now, you might read it. But other than that, all the girls will think you read something. So I was making a, I was working on some drinks. So and why I wanted to talk a little bit of cocktail inspiration. Working in Toronto as a server, I've been uh, not like behind the wood, like not doing the normal day-to-day creative stuff with like regulars and guests and it's also like new city and it's not the same whatever I just haven't had that time I've taken some time like away from drinking too so it's just been like a weird uh, like place but now I'm kind of getting back into it and I was kind of excited about a few things and uh, so I was like making I was working on like some cocktails for bows yeah I was, like, ah, let's go with, like what can I do for bows and I on the airplane had like this brilliant flash where I was just like this cocktail list is gonna fucking jam at bows so I was. Is that uh, when you were texting me? Yeah. So I just found a bunch of like the bands, like, some of the bands that had played there, and I thought it would look really good on a menu to have the song title of some of like the most notable bands that have played at Bose, That'd and then so a cocktail cool. made after it. So that way, it's kind of like all encompassing of Bose, where yeah. the cocktails reflects the live music, and it kind of brings everything together. So I, you know, I made like six or seven different cocktails so far. And uh, they all, and then it's also beside it, it's going to say like the name. Of, it's going to be the name of the song. Then on the other side, it's going to have the date, like the artist, and then the date they played at Bose. I thought that was a oh, super sick. smart way, where it's yeah. like, and brings a little bit more. It's almost like a marketing thing too. Where it's like, oh man, like look at all these amazing bands that have played at Bose that maybe people haven't heard about or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you want those new we people can... to to think like, wow, this is super rad, and then to have all these amazing drinks that's, to go with that's it. That's super be, cool. Yeah, so I've I think I've got a bunch down. I made like an Everlast drink. I made a classified drink. Got a bunch on the go. Everlast. Uh, that was the most. That show was my most starstruck moment there. Like, yeah. For sure. Like I grew up listening to a lot of Everlast. My grandma bought me. Oh, which album was that? I'm not gonna remember right now. But like bought me or... a tape of uh, House of Pain. Yeah. yeah. And then she let me listen to it on the way back from Estevan, where we did our shopping. Estevan or Tisdale. Tisdale by Melford. <laughs> go to so, Tisdale yeah, to do your shopping? Mall. <laughs> they had I don't know why. Grandma wanted to go to Tisdale. We went to Tisdale and listened to House of Pain the whole way home. And I kept looking over and she's like, no, no, it's okay. I'm hip. I'm not square. Those <laughs> words. And I was like, Kate, that's... And I wanted to tell Everlast that. <laughs> so I was nervous as fuck to see him. And then uh, he got off the stage. Like He played a House of Pain show in Montreal flew to Stampede, did a show at Stampede, and then did ours the next night. Those two shows were in the same day. Like, he, he did an afternoon, oh, really? flew to Stampede, did oh, a night. Wow. And then, yeah, and he's fucking pushing 55, 60, at least. I Maybe older, think. yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. 60, I think. Yeah, like, he's older and lived a pretty hard life. So when he did this, like, I ran out back, and then he was, like, right off stage, ran to the Escalade to drive it out of there. And I was like, hey, 
Everlast. Uh, then he just kind of looked at me like he was in a hurry. And then I was just like, thank you so much, man. He's like, yeah, brother, you too. Gone. And then yeah. I was like, okay, that's not how I envisioned it. But mm-hmm. it was so cool. Yeah, it was that's so such cool. a sick show. Too. Yeah. That was insane. Because, oh. yeah, and he played a bunch of House of Pain. And, and he played a bunch of his solo His stuff. band, like Brian and Ryan, yeah. and I forget their DJ's name. We became kind of friends. We yeah. just got baked the entire night. And then when they came back, that was when I quit, like, the second time, the first time we drank, the second time I, w- I was already quit drinking. So then they come back and they're like, oh, geez, you look skinny and this, that. I'm like, yeah, they remembered me. Like, they were that cool of dudes. Mm-hmm. And then we, Brennan just let me have the night off and we just smoked weed the entire show. It was, Sweet. That was my nice. favorite band. And it was like, yeah, totally. One that, of them. That Brian guy, I think I was, I think I was drinking with you guys for like some of that night because that Brian and I guy talked. Yeah, on and Instagram Stevie and, and like there was a bunch yeah, of yeah, people like, yeah. yeah, and they were so like humble. Yeah, then we Normal we went music. to the vat or something. We did something yep. that. Night. and then they played on the vat. That was yeah. one of the coolest parts about those Sunday shows too, because mm. then they would go down. Uh, what were they? Black Pistol Fire. They yeah, played yeah, the yeah. vat. Brian got to play with them. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, Tom Green. He got up there and did his check the OR. And <laughs> I wasn't at the Tom Green. Oh, man. I, I he, like, treated me like I was still working down at the back. He's like, Dustin, get these guys. Get this. Like, get I'm like, buddy, I'm here drinking. Like, <laughs> but I just, sure. Yeah, why not? Sure. It, like, whatever. It was awesome. Yeah, anyway, so I was working on, like, this. I kind of told, you know, Brennan, I was like, yeah, I've been working on something for you. And I think it's, like, a really, like, special idea. And I'm like, I think he's... You know, when bands come back, when live that. music comes back, like maybe that's something. Or did you already tell him about it? I just, I didn't tell him what it was. I was just like, I'm working on something. You so tell maybe I'm letting some cat out of the bags here, but I've got like six or seven amazing cocktails and then they're cool. all well thought out. Um, um, You should put a couple mocktails on there. That's a good idea. Because we're going to bring that, that non-oak gin in. Mm-hmm. The seed lip? It's decent. Yeah. Which but one do you I have? I had the herbal, or have the herbal. Okay. And it's, uh, it tastes like... It's from peas. I'll bring you the other one. I have both. I have the citrus one and the that. aromatic. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Okay. Because yeah. I want to try the citrus, and then I want us to play around with some stuff with those. Yeah. Like I had a Tom Collins with that herbal. It's just simple. So good. Yeah. On its own, I thought I would have it as a sipper. Like, no, nah, not that good. So in cocktails, it works. Yeah. Interesting. See, that's the stuff like when Corey and I, Corey did the podcast with me. Mm-hmm. We did the taste test of those too. Oh, and you bought them That's though right. online for like a hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're still not cheap. They're forty four at that place. But yeah, well, yeah, it comes from UK, and it's mm-hmm. like it's not just flavored water. Like they, I think, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's it like from, distilled or like yeah. yeah. I find there's a lot more like breweries doing on else. Like it's it's cool to see. Yeah, yeah. it's almost a trend. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, he's and uh, <clears throat> um, I think the new generation of kids isn't drinking nearly as much as well previous generations. Bar stool. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's there's still it, there is of course it's a page on Instagram, but there's just mm. like sororities and yeah, oh, yeah. And things for sure. Yeah. But in Red Deer, anyway. It's it's a different. Group. There's no there's no there's no nightclubs. There's mm-hmm. that's true. There's pubs, but they you know. Well, there is nightclubs. The strippers are just full out. Like 
Yeah, but not of eighteen year olds. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, 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 I well, when I went, I went down that one night. Can you keep this part out? Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's bumper like it's packed in there, and it's there's still club. and I guess gents is even busier. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess there's nothing else. Brewhouse kind of willy nilly. Hybrid has to be. I don't well, Brewhouse is a pub. I consider it a pub. I, I know it gets clubby at night. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I just don't, I don't think of that as a, a club. There's definitely. Yeah. But I mean that, that crowd is going down to the strippers and they're going to. Wing night. Yeah. Like, you know, either way, getting back on topic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the young generation, because of social media, because of other pressures, like they are drinking less as a whole. Like we're not saying that there's not, there's obviously going to be drinkers, but like in our generation, like there wasn't. All you did was go and drink. There was no, yeah. you know, now like activities are up, like things are, you know, like this is like a thing. It is Social media pressure, thing. like people yeah. are taking it easy. They're not being as stupid out there, like wasted drunk, blackout, whatever. Yeah, that's true. Everything and it's hard to know, get to that point too because there's only so many places open late, late too. Early. Yeah, there's, it's, they're so hard on like drinking and driving now, like mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Like people are taking, like the youth are taking it serious. Like they're, they're being, they're being smart. They're drinking yeah. less as a whole because of it. So, yeah, what the fuck were we even talking about <laughs> before this? Non-alks. Yeah, so like, yeah, we're going non-alks. So non-alks are like a thing. I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a thing. And I think it's, it's a good way to turn a customer that still might be in your business, you know, instead of selling them a, whatever, a $2 pop, you sell them a yeah. $10 like, pop. Well, well, that's, that's the thing, though. When I see on, I, I haven't seen any and, non-alcoholics on menus except for maybe Occam's Razor, but... Uh, like online, I've seen like on Instagram, Death and Company did a pop up somewhere, and their cocktails are eighteen dollars, and their non-alcoholic cocktails are fourteen dollars American. Mm, and I think, crazy. how that's fucking cool. dare you? No, like that's like twenty dollars for a non-alcoholic drink. Well, maybe it's someone just wants that feeling of I, you know, like they're not gonna pound fucking twelve of them, but like, I, hey, this is an elaborate cocktail made for that I can enjoy. As my friends are all enjoying it, I yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like he's yeah. trying to mass push those. Up. Right, I can, I can understand. I just don't. Maybe I'm just looking at it from a red deer, red deer mentality. Mm. Like no one would ever pay for that around here. True. They they cry about twelve dollars, thirteen dollars cocktails. That's true. You know, so, there's there's some people. I mean, that that's but, everywhere though. I don't. I know. I know. Just, I know. You know. I, no, you're right. Oh, though, the, red, the red deer mentality is definitely like gonna have a hard time swallowing that for sure. There's still certain people that would, like I know people like you and like now that I haven't been drinking, like I want an excuse to go out and be able to do normal things. So like yeah. I would order one just to like give a place yeah. business. Like I don't want to go and have a water, right? And yeah. then not support somebody. So like yeah. I would do it. Like I guess I it's would, almost you know. an inclusion thing, right? Like, right. Especially like I know there was points where. Like when you first quit drinking too, and everyone they notice, and like you're out, and it's like, why? Why isn't you know the question comes up? Why aren't you drinking, or you don't drink? Yeah. I don't know. Like, not that that mocktail will change that, but it's like, it's a different feeling. It's like, yeah, I'm or I'm not just being that guy having the water yeah. or the soda and lime that I know you're not going to charge me for, and it's like, ah, shit, what I, you know, I want to get something. It might yeah, lubricate the situation a yeah. little bit, right? Like, That's true. It then, used to be in the day, like, it would just be 
uh, pineapple crayon yeah. soda. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's now get. it's, yeah. That's what you get. Now but like those drawn out ginger beers <laughs> are really good too. Like the Phantom Like yeah, there's definitely. options yeah. now. Like, For sure. And it's good that there's more. And I think mm. if the trend is going to keep up that people aren't just mass drinking the way that they were, then it's going to have to be like a, it's going to be something that's, that people look for. Yeah. I, I think, think I've always hated like the Fee Brothers non-alcoholic bitters just because they taste fake. But there are non-alcoholic bitters that would come in really handy in, in a cocktail like that, right? For sure, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people that wouldn't, that can't touch alcohol at all, right? Like where yeah. Some can have whatever, the point, yeah. the point five percent like alcohol. Like I just beer, but... had a, like a, whatchamacallit, a taste, a straw taste of one of Neil's cocktails for the last one. And I hadn't done that on any of the cocktail menus. But I was just so curious how he was playing with this mezcal. Oh, yeah. And I just spit it and it. Yeah. There's there's a point where you don't even know like it's the start of it too. Like what like when I had that non out beer and I told you about that, remember? I was like uh The village one? No 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 no. Like before like when I first quit drinking and that non out uh girls. Yeah. And I was like, Oh that's way too like I want another one. Yeah. And then I didn't drink non outs for like a year or maybe more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's totally individual for sure. I've just been spitting. Like, I haven't had an issue. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it could have. Yeah. I just... There was just, definitely, like, a, some times where, I'm, like, I couldn't have been near anything, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. And then the first time I had a non-alcoholic beer since not drinking it, like, it just caused me to, like, burp and fart so much that I didn't even care for <laughs> it. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, my goto, my goto started bugging me there a little bit, too. Because <laughs> it was non-alcoholic beer? Yeah. So I went on a stretch there where I was having, like... I would take a four pack like from when we were on a uh, lockdown and I was just like mm. a four pack here every other day or something like that yeah. and just <laughs> watching whatever because I would be off at nine and then what the fuck do you do in lockdown? And I was like, oh, I'm going to get baked and pretend I'm drinking beer, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I did. <laughs> and, then, and then the one morning I woke up and I remember texting Draper and Nick and I was like, fucking toes bugging me, boys. <laughs> like, because okay. Draper always... We'd let each other know when our goats are bugging us. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah long story short, it's the protein in those, even huh. not not the booze, but yeah. Really? Huh? Yeah, weird. I guess it, it's a protein that raises the uric acid in your blood, and then it all condenses in your big toe, and it's the worst fucking feeling. Oh, I've got a goat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You had a- I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> oh. I got goat. I forgot. There's like you, me, Draper, Nick. Doesn't Nick do no. Nick? No. No, not Nitty. Draper and I tell each other about our goat. Not Nitty. But, um, Nitty should. Fatty yeah. should. Yeah. They don't. Uh, Jeremy I, or Sam has it. It's just like so many of one industries in one time. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> the fuck were we eating? I, I remember when uh, you. I, we when doing, I teased either you or Draper about it too, I remember. It was, and then I got it not long after that. It was, it was Draper because uh, oh, yeah. you guys had it. And then um, I uh, I had this sore toe for the longest time. And I was talking to the, the chiropractor. He didn't know, whatever. And then um, oh, finally figured it out. Oh, the, no, the, I didn't know. The chiropractor said it was goat. I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. And then we were at Bo's doing that, uh, <laughs> that, bl- that blue drink competition we were doing. Oh, the Crocco. Yeah. For yourself. Yeah. And then so I was like, 
oh, by the way, I've got this really sore toe. And you're like, you got it too! That's awesome! I do remember it. Come here! Yeah. Welcome to the club. It's oh, a man. terrible club. Oh, you can't even, like, when you're sleeping and if your sheet is on your foot, you're awake and tearing up. Yeah. Like, it's not fun. What is it? Like, what is gout? Did you guys have it's a king man's disease toes, or, yeah, is what it is. You just ate bacon <laughs> and drank excess. every day for like yes. a year and got giant big toes? Or it's just some people's years, bodies don't uh, do the same shit, man. I guess. So right. your uric acid builds up and it goes yeah. in your it's supposed to right joints, your toe. But, okay. um, but the most common is your big toe. Yeah. And I honestly thought my foot was broken when I went to the doctor and like I waited for days with this pain too and then I was like, Hey, enough. I didn't want to look like a pussy and then he told me I'd go. I was like, fuck, that sounds gross. I know. <laughs> like, it's the most well, gross sounding ailment. It's arthritis. Yes. But no, don't call it arthritis. Call it like a sound. Yeah, yeah especially with uric sound. acid. It sounds like yeah. urine, you know? Oh, yeah. But it always makes me think of Adam Sandler's lunch lady. Who's got lunch a bad yeah. case of the gout. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And then when, like, friends are just so fun when you get something like that. Like, uh, Corey Lauren made that fucking picture of me, like photoshopped a picture with me with a Pokemon hat and Pokeballs, <laughs> and it said, go to catch them all. <laughs> and that was outing me for having that Pokemon app and oh, go all at once. <laughs> like, genius. Gout to catch them all. It's on Facebook somewhere. Oh, I don't know. The worst thing about gout is that it, you can't clear out that uric acid buildup. It's forever. It's forever. You, yeah. There's no That's fixing for it. keeps. <laughs> like, what? Oh, it yeah. just sits in no, there? No, it's arthritis for... Yeah, yeah. it's like cal- uh, calcium. It builds up calcium on your bones. Yeah. So now your bones don't even... And it's like bad. trying to move it, but you're trying to move it through jagged shit. It's not comfortable. And yeah. Like, when it flares up like herpes when you guys eat a piece of bacon, or... <laughs> it's when you... Apparently when, when you drink you, a beer. Or when you drive up that uric acid. Or if, you, or if a kid steps on your foot... Oh, oh my god! Really? It sucks for like a week. I'm just hobbling around. <laughs> you just took my breath away, right? Now. <laughs> there's like a, about there's it. a it's cook. Sickening. One of our cooks back there he, a while ago. I saw him just hobbling. I'm like, Chris, you should be going home. Like, what's wrong with you? He's like, gout. I'm like, oh, you got to live with it. Like, it's not like yeah. you can't call in sick with yeah. gout, but it well, is. you should be able to. If they, if someone, if a boss had gout and he didn't give a buddy below him. Goat time off? That's not fair. Oh, I was even shopping for new boots the other day. And uh, they're like, yeah, like you can go a little smaller. They'll, they're they're leather and they'll, mm. you know, they'll expand out. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not going to <laughs> suffer with my gouty toes for three months while my leather expands. So give me the extra size up and I'll clod my way around. You've got to be kidding me. <laughs> So all of a sudden, I'm so glad I don't have gout. Oh, it's no, you'll get it. Yeah, (laughs) never drinking again. Well, just to not get gout. What do they say? Red meat, shellfish, beer. Hmm. Yeah, man, all good things. Yeah, but they'll get you limping. Yeah, and the only cure is cherry juice. They say. (laughs) Doesn't help me. I never did it. I just changed the way I ate and drinking. Yeah. Like I haven't had a full-blown, like, ouch, and since I quit drinking. Oh, mine's been flaring up bad, but I've been oh, drinking a lot of beer well, lately. That'll do. Uh, beer, 100% is what it is for me, because that strip of non-elks, 
I was, I could feel it coming. Yeah. And I just knocked those off. I could still eat red meat like crazy. But. I just can't knock, I can't put the beer away because I can't really ma- like address my feelings as a real person, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to become a stoner. It's not bad. <laughs> like, it's not. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you see my eye though? Mm-hmm. How red it is. So did it stop doing that? Is it getting bigger still? No, no. I went to the doctor. Yes. Yeah, and uh, no, it's way smaller than it was. Yeah. So I was being fucking Joe Cool Dust on my Snapchat, <laughs> and I took my sunglasses out and I went like that. Oh. And I stabbed myself under this, Ouch. and then uh, it got infected. And then I go into the doctor and I was like, hey, he looks at me and I was like, I wasn't fighting. It was, this is my family doctor. Yeah, my poked guy. myself in the eye I with my sunglasses. Myself, I had my sunglasses in my mouth. He's like, you took your sunglasses out of your mouth and then stabbed yourself in the eye. I was like, yeah. And then we had to go look <laughs> in the other room. Um, he had to do like a UV light or whatever, a blue light to see if I scratched my retina. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, no, you're lucky. It's just infected. And I'm like, so what about work? And then I was hopeful, and he goes, it's not infectious. So I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I thought, I thought, because, yeah. yeah. No, it's really, not a pink eye, hey? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> that would have been good, because that's two weeks just chilling. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> that would have been nice. Arf, I hope you're ready to work, buddy. Yeah, I was going to say, like, <laughs> we're both opposite. I guess you've worked all quarantine. I've been sitting in, like, a prison for... Months, like all of it. Like. Yeah. So tell us about Toronto. What's yeah, going on down there? You're back here, obviously, so it's not good. Yeah, they're shut back down, so just laid like off. You just got out in the Nick, eh? Yeah, we had the heads up. We we saw the cases. We saw it coming. I don't know. Mm-hmm. One way or another, uh, Mackenzie's bosses somehow had an inside scoop. And they're like, it's going to happen on Friday. Like, with no tangible as evidence. So I was like, well, I guess we'll just... Like I did, we weren't taking their word for it, but she was working on King West, and it's it's a fuck show down there. Like it's just crazy. Like no one's distancing, mm. no one's wearing masks. Like it's just and people just living on top. Of yeah, it's like, it's so packed down there with and just people partying. Like there was a chalkboard sign outside of a bar by our house that said, "Thanks King West for ruining it for fucking everyone." Like that's. And yeah. she was working down there. She was super uncomfortable because she was, you know, serving all these people. And yeah. even though where she worked at Anejo was... Like, good for whoever wrote that chalkboard as well. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, she was working at Anejo, so they... And they were following all the procedures. And right before this had happened, like, I think 12 or 10 restaurants had all been shut down on King West for breaking the rules. Like, just shut down. Like, just given a notice. Like, they like, shouldn't have even been given that much... Like, if someone's fucking around, like... Do it that day. Like, they weren't. They, they, yeah, they weren't not known. For, you could drive down the street, and there was like people like drinking in the streets, and you couldn't walk down the sidewalk without bumping into people. Like you'd have to walk out on the road, which you can't because it's yeah. King Street. So it's so all those people out here saying Rona ain't real. Like <laughs> yeah, Rona is super real, and it's like it's way scarier when you're out there. It feels I way more real. In those big cities. Yeah, mm. like you guys don't have to wear masks here. Like if you didn't wear a mask in my apartment building, like. You'd be just being like a bubble on your own. No one would come near you because, like, people take it that seriously. Because, like, well, I it knew spreads it, like wildfire. It spreads like wildfire, and that yeah. Happen. And it's you know you get on every elevator you're on. You're like, fuck. 
<laughs> you know, like I don't want to fucking be in an elevator right now. Like, you're you're just trapped always in so just small quarters. I think I could ride out the Rona. You could, you could ride out the Rona. I just I was I wanted to work. I didn't want to but, sit around. Yeah. I was like I've already sat yeah. around, and it drove me into like some ugly places out there. But then those people that can't ride out the Rona, that's, that's right, right? Like and yeah. yeah. So I'm back, just you know, inevitable. For us, we saw it coming, so we were just like, whatever. We got our, we had some flights. We just got them moved to like, they, and then yeah, like, you came home quick, just fast. Like we, awesome. we knew in like a week. It was we were like, I went into my boss on Thursday, and I was like, ah, I think that we're gonna get shut down again. He's like, Nah, no way, we're not gonna get shut down. I was like, You think you could take me off the schedule next week? And then he's like, Like I guess. I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna go back to operator. Like I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna let this all blow over. He's, He's like, yeah, like if you if that's what your plan is, sure. And I was like, okay, perfect. So he's like, just finish up your weekend. I had like Friday, Saturday, Sunday to work. Sure enough, Friday comes along, like the announcement gets made. Jeez. I walk into work, my GM staring at me like, how did you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't I got know. A guy. Go yeah, to K Street. I was like, I didn't know who to believe, but like we just yeah, I don't like look at the numbers. Like it, there was a one day where it went from like. 900 you said or something yeah it went from like 350 cases to like the next day was just like 750 and then it was like 987 and it's just like it was just like what the fuck and i was like that was the that day was worse than it had ever been during the phase of the first whole wave so yeah it was just like oh shit maybe that's because more people are getting tested too though part of it is but the infection rate itself is also very high and uh, the toronto star released some like they got numbers from one of the clinics and they were saying that parts of Toronto where they were testing. Yeah. Yeah. Parts of Toronto are just moving away from me. Yeah. I've taken the COVID test. I know. I, I don't have. When, when you, oh, <laughs> I was just waiting for word for his test. And then I just look and Arf sent you an image. And it was just a screenshot of his AHS. Like, you're good to go. Kind oh, of yeah. thing. And I'm like, Kate, you're on tomorrow. Did you work the next day? Yeah, I worked the next day. Yeah. yeah. And thank goodness. Because, oh. That was a doozy. Yeah, we... Show night. First shift back as a show. Oh, yeah. It was bad. We were good. Yeah. Like riding a bicycle. I was watching um, boxing the whole time. So, yeah. We, uh... So, as of now, I think we have, like, 39 cases in Red Deer. Um, yeah. I saw on Twitter yesterday, someone said, Oh, yeah, thanks to the, uh, the, the protests downtown, no one's wearing masks. Like, it wasn't the protests. Yeah. Like, there was, like, 300 people, though, those protests. It was because of fucking... Thanksgiving, where everyone is just in town visiting yes. their parents and they're yeah. having big me- meals. Weddings are going on. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't go to Barry's wedding because I'm like I'm not going to a wedding. I want to see like I would love to go to your wedding, but I'm not going to a wedding right now. It's COVID. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and yeah, that's because that wedding in Calgary that they're saying has already like infected like 49 people. Really, one wedding is responsible for like COVID hitting 49 people, and then oh. who knows who they've all hit, right? Like it's yeah. The infection rate of whatever it is, two point two. Like I'm not messing with that. That's a but how do you how do you tell people they can't? You know, like you can and you can't. I guess. But can't what? Like that you can't still live. You know, like maybe the everyone's people... living just fine, right? Other than having to wear a mask when you go grocery shopping. That's yeah. it. That's There's great. nothing else. Like none of these people like that are complaining about this are inconvenienced. Like they can't go to the pool. That's and actually stuff. true. I guess. I don't know. I think they, they can't go to a Rebels game, yeah. and they can't, I don't know what else they can't do, you know? it's You can't go to a bar, can't go dance, Yeah. can't go to a live show and, like, dance around. It's it's weird. But it's still good. It's just 
God, that's going to be a fun day, though, when that opens up and it just passed, and mm-hmm. however it looks. You know, but and to be able to just rage. <laughs> I was talking Speaking to my... Of rage, I had tickets for that show. My oh, did you? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, that's like, great. Fuck, man. I forgot about that. That one's a stinger. That is a stinger. <laughs> like, I had tickets to the National. No, that's a stinger for it's you, a stinger. for sure. Not so much because it was the Edmonton Event Center, so I always hate that place. I'm I don't I'm too old to stand at a show. I want to sit down and watch a show. I'm gonna sit down. <laughs> you choose to feel that way. I know. <laughs> no, they the day before they're playing at in Winnipeg at the Bachman Theater. I like the option. This where you don't like, get me wrong. It's a theater. You know, sit down. That's where you are. That's great. You know, but I don't. I don't want to stand in. It feels a like pit. you're standing in a well. Like they, <laughs> they're not a punk band. I'm not gonna stand in like you dance at a national show. No. Uh, I don't know about dance. I'm not a dancer. Well, no, but people do. <laughs> yeah. Right? People do, though. Would they? Other, I'm not, I mean, other people. I'm not a dancer. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a not human. a dancer at all. I human. sit on a deep freeze <laughs> in the back corner of that's most true. shows. Yeah. Like, that's where I like to sit away from everybody. Like, yeah. I sit just as much. But No, so I'm, I was glad when they canceled that. I'm like, okay, well, maybe next time you come around, maybe you could play the Windspear something. Or maybe I'll, I'll actually, I'd rather fly to Winnipeg or Vancouver. That's the band you went to New York for, right? Yeah. yeah. Radio oh, City. Cool. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. That was, that was amazing. 48-hour trip. <laughs> it was like, boom. Tuesday was, like, we flew there Tuesday. Show was Tuesday night. And then Wednesday, we just walked around. Thursday morning, we flew home. Hmm. Yeah, it was great. Get, it was, watched the show at Radio City Music Hall and stayed at the Chelsea Hotel. It was Quite a musical time. And then, yeah, the next year, the Chelsea Hotel shut down. What cities... Oh, no, I've been to Vancouver. So Vancouver's the biggest city I've been to. But, like, Mm -hmm. New York would be... Fuck, I love going to Calgary, looking up at the buildings, let alone New York. Oh, it's something else. Like a whole different planet. Well, the first time time I went to New York, I went with Mike uh, Masters. Masters. For uh, baseball? Yeah, we went to the baseball game, and... um, his uh, cousin lived like right by Central Park, so we were kind of around. It was a that you know we we're just our first time there, so we go to Empire State Building, we go to Times Square, and all this very like metal and concrete kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I went, uh, and that was in like what two thousand three, um, two thousand four, and then when I went with Kirsten, it was in two thousand ten, and we just we didn't go to any like. It, we went to like Brooklyn and then like yeah. Greenwich Village and just all the like the shorter area and it was so much different and so much better, cool. you know, for me. But I guess everyone's got different tastes in cities. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's such a big place that you can have a different experience altogether. In every you know? different area. Yeah. It's on my list. Yeah. Well, big time. not anymore. You don't want to go? I want to do the New York Boston trip and I want to see. I would love go. to if. Well, again, like once it all passes, like how long is this going to last? A few years. Until vaccine. Few yeah, years. two years until vaccine. Two? Well, there's, I could do two years. Their preliminary trial for a vaccine that could be that, this is what the WHO was saying, it could be out by the end of this year. Really? Yeah. It's if really it's like, what RP says and it's all about the election and it's magically. Oh, RP. Oh, he's so into He's that. fucking, <laughs> he's queuing on that guy. <laughs> I almost think he's trolling, dude. Uh, yeah, but 
He can't. loves, like, he, he had to get his one Twitter account got shut down. And then he started <laughs> a new one. Like, just, to, and he added me, and I told him I didn't want him to follow me because he tags me and all this shit and changes mm-hmm. my algorithm. He's got to be at least a little trolling because he'd be wearing a tinfoil hat if he actually believed all that shit, right? Like, I guarantee he watches InfoWars, though. Oh, there's so much that... What's that? That's, uh, is that Alex, Alex Jones? Jones? Yeah. I, he knows of him, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure he does. Yeah. Alex I jo- like Alex Jones when he's on Rogan's podcast. Though. I was going to say, Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, you know, those kind of people. <laughs> Shapiro. <laughs> Joe Rogan's my guy. I know he is. Nothing wrong with Joe. <laughs> he was pro-Bernie. Yeah, so he's pro-everybody, though. <laughs> he's pro-everybody. He's pro-people. He's, Did he's Bernie just... go on the show? Huh? Did Bernie yeah, go on the show? Yeah, and then oh, Bernie, okay. like, got booted out of the... Like, it's almost... Rogan laughed about it, or joked about it on one of his podcasts. I didn't listen to the Bernie one, but he said, yeah, I think it cost him his, his, <laughs> his election. Well, yeah. And then Jordan Peterson's been on there a few times, and he oh, got Jordan. He got COVID, and he got... Oh, he is Well, Jordan, uh, Jamie uh, Rogan's yeah. like, producer, he's got COVID. Yeah. So Joe Rogan's bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> If you have any political ambition, you get kicked out of the race. That's what I buy I, I got to meet Rogan after his stand-up show. Oh, yeah? That was very cool. But he's like a little muscle hamster, too. Mm-hmm. It's very short. I'm very muscle. <laughs> but nice guy. Did duck faces for a picture. <laughs> but back to the, um, the... We were talking about COVID and it, it not being much different for many people. My dad came over today... And he's retired and um, doesn't do much, but he does. He's part of the Op- Optimist Club, and they just do fundraisers. Yeah, can't, you can't do any fundraisers. Can't do really? can't do casinos really, because yeah, you've got to wait in line for your casinos. No uh, golf tournaments were screwed, and no hockey or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, hockey Alberta's hurting right now too. Yeah. With well, there's no hockey going on anyway, so no. Mm-hmm. No, nothing going out, but they do like the reading college and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, he said he, they were he was working a bingo tonight, and he's I'm like that's that would suck. Yeah. He said, well, yeah, we've all got to wear masks and be distant, but the the uh, bingo players don't. They're just cramped shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> I remember. Do they still smoke in there? No, but they the when smokers. we had to do it for our hockey teams as kids. Fucking just hacking darts, and you're walking through there. You go home and you just reek like fucking cigarette. Yeah. You're like, why? Why? Do, why? Yeah, <laughs> like, sports. <laughs> fucking make that money and chocolate almonds. We had to sell. Yeah, <laughs> I ate the whole box, and my mom had to buy the whole thing. Really? I'm not even joking. Yeah. yeah, like five bucks a box. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, charities are hurting. Yeah, those kinds of things. But and <laughs> every small business. You know, she's getting mm-hmm. shut down. Yeah, I felt so bad for Alex, man. Like, yeah. But what's that? Uh, it's Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His. I love that fucking landlord. Show. Didn't give him a break on rent. But then, and it he would just you just survive that fire? Thing I know. Too, and it's like that's what I don't understand about landlords. Like, would you rather give this guy a rent a break on rent for six months, or would you rather kick him out and be empty for three years? Right. Fucking think about it. <gasps> you know what really grinds, Mike? We're going to be like, cutting a lot of this one out. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, let her buck. No, let her buck. 
Yeah. Uh, anything else cocktail inspiration wise we want to cover before we shut this down? I feel like I got lots of my good stuff out there. Good morning, Mister Lennon's probably my favorite like name one. Yeah, because I like that. Oh, uh, we had to come up with a cocktail with dose in it, and then you know how Mister or Mister Lennon, John Lennon's favorite drink was Brandy Alexander, and then I did that okay, yeah. with dose in it. So good morning, Mister Lennon. I, I always thought it was, thought it was a Brandon's kid thing. No, no, yeah. it was John Lennon, mm. but. Yeah, and then that little little dude came along. But yeah, yeah, it's a good name for sure. I, I, didn't, like I didn't realize that. Our little cocktail competition was fun. Like we, uh, oh yeah, that was really good. Description that I really liked was like I just thought about it. I was like, that was a fucking like sentence. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? About the description of cocktails, how short mine was. Oh was yeah, like I was ready to get into it, and I was like, yeah, that's all it is actually. <laughs> <laughs> when I pitch it to customers, it sounds a little better than that, I think. But. No, the the one we had here, we'd, we'd pick the monthly cocktail, and each of us would just we'd find a theme. That was really good. That was, it was fun. The, Wu, the, Wu Tang that, clan, that. the Wu-Tang the cocktail? The Wu-Tang clan cocktail? Oh, man. That was really good. It was, like, not profitable for this business to have that, but that was just, like, for you and me, and it was just fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I, was, I was pretty envious of that. It just looked neat. And yeah. I liked that chalkboard thing. Yeah, it Demi was, did a sweet job, and, like... Yeah, yeah. We're just, what's the theme today? <laughs> Demi, draw us a giant Wu-Tang symbol. <laughs> I've got some fucking ideas. <laughs> just throw on like, yeah, 39 chambers and just, yeah, drink That's brandy funny. in my, <laughs> think about what I can, what I've kind of, what are like my inspiration? I, I love just like the challenge of just like, what are, what are two things that you're, I like being forced into a corner where it's like, here, do this. And it's like, well, that fucking sucks. But, like, that's where you get, like, really fucking creative. That's, like, every directive Brennan gives. <laughs> it's just, mm, I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. figure it out. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes. And if you want to, like, have a, yeah. So, like, when we would pick, like, the Wu-Tang Clan cocktails, like, where do you even begin? But, like, you know. That's sweet. But they were amazing. And then. You actually. And you get to be. Have a Wu-Tang symbol. Yeah. Shadow yeah. idea for a shift. That's yeah. sick. And every job I interviewed for in Toronto, I pulled out all the pictures of that chalkboard and it's like, check out this Wu Tang Clan cocktail I made. <laughs> it was fucking the shit. So, Kelly, what makes Kelly you Green. think you're good for a good fit for us? This. <laughs> Feast your eyes. Careful, she's a little binged up. There. Uh, yeah. What were they called? Uh, yours was the Killer Bees. Killer Bees, yeah. yeah. Protect your neck. And then yours was. No, it's just cream. Cream. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's everything Get around. the money. So good. Dollar, dollar, dollar. <laughs> but like, it's so wasted on here, I feel like. like. How many of those did we even sell? Oh, not many not at many all. No. <laughs> People thought it was sweet, though. They're always like, ah, cool, cool, cool. So you want to try one? Like a Bud Light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah, uh, what's the, what, where, do you uh, get this month's car, uh, cocktails? What's the theme? Cool. All right, I'll get a blonde. Like, <laughs> exactly. Oh. All right. Like every time, yeah. That's funny. That's ready, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was gonna say that's why at first I, I was really soured on cocktail competitions, um, but then uh, just because of the first one I did, I, I hated it. Um, but then this, when I started getting into them after like cocktailing, um, I really like them because they really make you find your limits. Yeah. You know, like. 
the one beef eater one that uh, myself and Matt and uh, Max went in was mm. a movie based in London. Oh, that's right. I remember that. And then, then you just, What'd okay. You oh, I did uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy with, uh, what's his name? Gary Oldman. I actually, mm. I that's really, I really movie. admire the thought you guys put in. I remember talking when to you about that, yeah. And then, remember we thinking like Werewolves of London and stuff too? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I did I that one and, and like I had, <coughs> oh, I had Gynostema tea infused tonic syrup and like, Jeez. the, the um, what do you call it? The uh, Unicum liqueur because it's made in Budapest and one in the movie, one guy gets shot in Budapest and like. And you tell like, this yeah. story during the yeah. creation of it all? Yeah. That's neat. Yeah, because I I like that kind of thing where you're really forced to dig deep and well, why connect don't we do dots. One of these? Okay, I won't go in it. I'll put it together. Okay, we should do not a fucking basil lemonade bed, <laughs> <laughs> nitty bomb bed. <laughs> You'd still beat us all though, just with your <laughs> reputation. Yeah, that's right. Of, yeah. Just by reputation alone, Dustin wins. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> You should. It would be fun to do. I would. I'll, I'll put it together like that in a long time for sure. Mm -hmm. And we'll do it for it's breeding time for Christmas again. We mm -hmm. could just do another Christmas beer, like, or oh, yeah, or, or the winner gets to choose what charity it goes to. Okay, I like that there better because yeah. then I don't have to pick. That's sweet. Mm. The, That's cool. Yeah. Second, but they round. all have to be Christmas, like not Christmas, but like I, I'd just like it if it was a kids' charity. Okay. Mm -hmm. like oh, so so the winner doesn't get to pick. Okay, so you get to pick, <laughs> no matter what. I just, I fucking, I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, as long as I, I don't want it to be like Canadian Cancer Society. Like, you no, know, it's make a it a local good charity. local charity. Local that, charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. for sure. That's the only stipulation. Right? Yeah, a local charity. Sure. I wonder if that's like a, like a. A difference between like the way you make cocktails, the way I make cocktails, because like some of my favorite ones. I'll be really. You're, you're super detailed. You're, you're telling the story, mm. which is like it's amazing. Like it's like a you know it's more it's like art then right yeah and even if it's it only, writing you're using your writing right yeah. and that's what it is and I've you know and even if it doesn't matter to like anyone else and I mean like it feels like it's important for you to make it that way right so it's like that's your process yeah but, like I kind of like these other things where I get to be like jackass and just like whip shit up and like so the second time we did that auction was like a less busy one but that yeah. was probably my favorite cocktail that i did when i made the basic bitch cocktail oh yeah and with i the Ugg boots? when i had the actual like garnished it with ug boots yeah. <laughs> like, I, I garnished it that's with, amazing those baby uggs were like 14 bucks <laughs> the most expensive garnish of all time but like I loved putting that on there it's one of my favorite things I was like look at these baby uggs that was <laughs> like, oh you see your creativity on that is pretty good to, okay let's do this I'll send it up cool but like maybe yeah, November. Like, I don't know because I, I like my cocktails where I get to do that and you're like you're a poet like writing <laughs> things and I'm like check out these fucking baby uggs I made a cocktail about you were so proud of that too, dude. Oh man, it was so good. Oh, there's like a ribbon. There was candy canes coming. Oh yeah, out. no, it was that, basic as fuck. Well, and I made like a homemade <laughs> pumpkin, like infused Irish whiskey, like from pulp. I was like, with all the puree, like it was actually a great cocktail too. It was coffee, Irish whiskey infused 
pumpkin puree. Fuck, there's a ton of we can, in it. We can do like... Was it condensed like, milk? It was you like know how they have rap battles? We'll do like circling in and the winner goes on to the... He defends his crown and then... You could do this like by like quarterly. Yeah, you could. For yeah. sure. It would be fun, yeah. man. Well, um, I'm going to... Let's... Uh, Tell him to hit the old dusty trail <laughs> and uh, mosey. Um, I, <laughs> Loads dumb. Yeah. Anyway, twelve thirty. That, that, that was fun. Um, <laughs> I feel like that was frustrating at times. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I always put my. I know you guys had a game plan, and then I. I know I put myself in the the shoes of the listener, and I think, okay, our friends are going to listen to this and get a kick <laughs> out of it. But if anyone's like. What the fuck is the point of this? What what was that? Oh yes, right. Inspiration, creativity. Good. I feel like we hit it. We started off on the right track, yeah. and then we got lost there for sure. Oh, well, you guys we brought in your inspiration. I'll edit it together, then uh, it'll it'll look good. So, uh, signing off. This is Seth Van Haver and Kelly Armpinson and Dustin Harper. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Title music, Bartender Blues, produced by Spacey. Check out his stuff on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Space Cadet Beats. Yeah, 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 yeah.